0: but for now we want to talk uh the fact that the south african medical association is taking government to court to force it to place intern doctors in jobs to tell us more about this we're joined by uh dr mvuisi Mzukwa, who is the vice chair of the south african medical association dr Mzukwa, uh, good afternoon thank you so much for making the time to talk to us how many interns are we talking about who want to be placed
1: um Good afternoon, uh, KG. Thanks for having some in your program. Uh, we are really looking at uh, close to 300 uh, medical interns who are not placed as yet.
0: And why are they not placed? Isn't it part of the learning process of medicine that you study for, you know, however many allocated years and then you have to go get practical experience in a hospital? Why aren't they placed?
1: You are quite right, uh, KG. This is exactly what should be happening. Uh, you get your six years uh, undergraduate, um, and then you 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 government is legally uh, uh, obliged to pay to put you uh, in uh, place you in hospitals um, as a medical intern, where you work under supervision um, for about two years and um, thereafter you do community service. Uh, There Also, the process is uh, guided by HPCSA. HPCSA's role is to make sure that the hospitals are accredited uh, to place intents so that there is enough supervision and all those things, but also accommodation and and stuff. Um, What is is expected to happen is that the, the National Department of Health is supposed to be, um, you know, at the helm of this, uh, leading the process, um, uh, coordinating the process. They need to find out uh, how many posts are in the provinces. Um, uh, obviously, those posts must be funded. So, provinces are expected to furnish the National Department of Health with that information, updated information. Um, But also um, what we've been told is that provinces say they depend on Treasury to give them enough money to fund those posts uh, so that they can place intents. Um, So that's the, the blame game that we've been told on our engagement with the Department of Health.
0: So when was the last time a pool of doctors were put into the system and what is the impact of this current 300 or so this pool not not being put in the system especially considering the pandemic that we are currently facing
1: Well the the impact is twofold one these interns they are put in they are placed uh, on two occasions one beginning of the year and media. Uh, this is a media cycle that we're talking about mm-hmm. starting from the 1st of July.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, um, the impact is, is twofold. One, it is uh, personal to the intense, uh, it is a, um, um, a very stressful, uh, frustrating moment where you are in the middle of your training and uh, you are stopped or you cannot progress because there are government officials. Or people who cannot do what they are supposed to do, and they halt your your your, your progress. Mm. So, and also, you remember, medical internship comes with lots of things. There's a there's there's a uh, finances involved in this.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: people are expected to be you know are uh, taking care of their themselves, uh, their families, and and all these things. Um, and also the society as well. But they cannot offer that uh, regardless of how many years they have done in medical school. Mm. Um, The other issue is the impact on the healthcare workers. Everybody now knows that this um, uh, uh, COVID pandemic has put so much pressure on the healthcare system, especially on healthcare workers Mm. who have been under pressure, I don't know for how, how long now, over 18 months, uh, you can imagine some of them died on duty.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so there's that, that pressure. They've seen colleagues dying in front of them. They've seen patients dying in numbers in front of them. They've they they they, they have what we call burnout. Mm. But uh, you would expect government that would increase capacity, human capital there. You know, in terms of adding more interns because interns, even though they are starting, but they are already qualified. You know they are just working under supervision. Yeah. You know, uh, you know to make sure that uh, they, they 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 settle down. You understand. So th- this is the the pressure that we are feeling uh, as as healthcare workers uh, in the system. It makes things are uh, difficult. There's it, it, it a shortage as we speak.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, play devil's advocate on behalf of Treasury because I'm assuming that, you know, in terms of its outputs and the amount of money uh, that Treasury generally spends, uh, you know, uh, COVID-19 came and redefined every way that they do their budgeting cycle. What are they saying is the best way to deal with this? Because I am assuming uh, lots of money has also been put into the vaccine uh, to make sure that uh, we achieve some sort of head immunity. But, uh, you know, it's necessary, as you say, uh, because uh, you have uh, health workers that are completely burnt out currently to have a new breed and a new intake and have these also, these um, new doctors get the experiential training that they need. What are they saying is could potentially happen um, in the future or when it's time for the next cycle
1: well it's a very confusing uh, uh, um, thing to follow uh, kg because you've got the same government who is now advertising to send students uh, 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 abroad mm. uh, for training so you ask yourself you said you have no money wow. but where do you now get money to train to, to continue training this year as, as i speak they are, they, are, they, are, they are adverts that are you know, requesting people to apply so that they can uh, go abroad. So you ask yourself, why continue training uh, using this, this training uh, program mm. if they're not going to place those interns? What are you training for?
0: So the training that uh, the doctors need uh, can only be attained in public hospitals or is uh, uh, the private hospitals also open to training uh, doctors that need training?
1: That, that, I think that is, a, that is acceptable. Um, it, it, that, that is a debate that must now be taken to HPSA and the, and, the, and the Department of Health, mm. including the, the private uh, sector, you know, the, these uh, private uh, hospitals. They need to, because they, they, they do uh, um, benefit from the training of doctors. So they need to be part of a uh, 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 solutions. So I I think the the, the issue we are raising now is something that we have raised before, uh, but we don't know where the, the bottleneck is.
0: Yeah, there's hospitals that they call teaching hospitals. Those hospitals are, I think, Helen Joseph, not too far from where I am. Charlotte Makaya. They're generally known as teaching hospitals. And you just explained to me the cycle means that every two years, uh, the you know, there's a pool that has to get out because they they've done uh, their experiential training for the two year period that's required. So what happens? To those gaps, because that means there's people who get in, there's doctors who get in, there's doctors who get out at these teaching hospitals. What happens then when there's a pool that doesn't go in? Is there uh, a backlog in terms of tra- of of um, uh, you know administering uh, the required help? What, what what happens to the cycle?
1: Well, what you do uh, with with training of, of, of doctors. You, 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 you want to establish a, a, a sustainable supply of personnel, mm. or should I say, trained uh, healthcare professionals. Mm. You know, because people, they, they, you know, things happen, either they die naturally or they retire, or whatever happens to them, they change career. Yes. But you want to co- continue having that uh, constant supply. Yes. But what is happening now, if, if there is no intake, there's obvious shortages there. Because, I mean, some of these interns, when they finish, they do come to service, then they come back and specialize. Yeah, yeah. So if you specialize, then you're leaving a gap where, you know, if you are in the rural areas, you are coming now to, to um, a teaching institution. Yeah, You need now to that, – that place must be – your, your your place must, must be, be filled taken over so, by somebody
0: yes, else yes must be taken over so that the cycle keeps going uh, exactly it's it's 21 past plus, plus 1 if you want to join the conversation uh we're talking to the south african medical association and we're talking about governments uh, about them taking government to court to force it uh, to place internship jo- uh, doctors in jobs uh, have you lodged your papers yet
1: What we have done, ma'am, on the 2nd of uh, July, we sent a a, a letter of demand Mm. to the Department of Health and gave an ultimatum uh, of the 9th of July, Mm -hmm. that is tomorrow.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, so we're expecting a a response uh, today or tomorrow, latest. If there's nothing tomorrow, then uh, our lawyers, we've got a fully-fledged legal department Mm -hmm. uh, to tackle the department if they don't implement this.
0: Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> by the way, uh, joining that conversation means you call us on 011-714-2006 or you WhatsApp us on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. I always, always in my mind feel so sad and so sorry uh, for graduates that are at home, and I can imagine after six years of studying uh, to be a doctor, uh, for you to be on pause must be extremely difficult. And then there's the issue of the uh, your reaction as an association to government deploying cuban doctors because uh, uh cuban expertise uh in demand in south africa
1: well i think uh we are on record uh questioning that uh, uh you know to a point where some of our colleagues who, who, who received training in cuba thought we we, we hate cubans mm. uh, but that was not the issue the issue was that we have our colleagues expertise in the country we've got colleagues who are not employed mm. some of the guys who have finished a uh, community service they are uh, uh, doctors who are not working mm. and we we were challenged by the government to say give us the list we gave the list to the department so uh, it's not like we're thumb sucking and thinking uh, that there are there may be some colleagues we knew uh, you know we could attach a name to, to what we are saying so we we, we 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 our were on record telling this nation that we don't understand that uh, people who are born in South Africa are not getting employment in their own country of death but people who are born on the other side of the world, they get employment in our country, mm. that does not make sense mm. and uh, you, as you know it it, it has gone out to engineers mm-hmm.
0: uh, We've got a caller uh, or, or not yet uh, but who wanted to join uh, the, the discussion How then, what are you expecting tomorrow in terms of government response? Are you expecting uh, them to fold and say, okay, bring uh, this pool, uh, this 300, and this is where they're going to be allocated uh, as a best-case scenario?
1: So we expect, you know, government to respect the laws of the land. We expect them to to be very sensitive, you know, um, to the implements uh, that are, are waiting for placement and you know to really put their themselves in their shoes so uh, tomorrow we expect them to say um, this is the plan this is where we are going to place this interns." I yeah. think the issue is settled if we get that yeah um, you remember KG we are not just we've been you know trying to assist at times Deploying our own expertise to assist the department, you know, because this is—it's not happening for the first time. You know, it has always been happening on a yearly basis. So this time around, we said no, 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 no. But the the, the numbers are huge and the department is not coming up, you know, uh, it's not clear as, as to what is happening. Yeah. Even when we inquire, you know, you don't get a response. You write an email, you don't get a response.
0: Yeah, we're lucky because we've got Dr. Sbongseni Lomo who uh, has called in, uh, the chairperson of the Portfolio Committee on Health in the National Assembly. Uh, Dr. Lomo, uh, good afternoon and thank you so much for taking the time to call in. Uh, I'm sure you've been hearing this conversation uh, with Dr. Mvui the vice chair of the south african medical association what is your take
3: yes good afternoon to yourself and good afternoon to dr musuga and the listeners uh, i i also want to share with you that uh, we have a portfolio committee of health we have been inundated with calls from uh, doctors who would like to be placed as of since last week because uh, we understand and we, we engage the department that the intakes are twice in a year. There's an intake in January, mm. and for those who have not made it, the intake will be in July. So yes, which is what already, Dr.
0: Mzuka was saying.
3: So there was already a, a build up of the pressure. So mm. we are actually speaking to the minister last week and this week. And the, the last discussion I had with the acting minister, uh, Minister Kupai and Ngubane, was that they have actually been have placed some of the doctors. If there are other doctors who are remaining, they would also indicate. So the ones that have been calling me, I have been getting even some of the portfolio committee members calling that, yes, some of the doctors are being placed. But I would really plead with uh, Dr. Mzuga, if there are still other doctors, uh, I could also assist. You can forward me the names because uh, we are getting that, yes, it is late now, but uh, they should have been placed before the 1st of July. However, subsequent to the 1st of July, there have been some that were placed. We continue engaging with this matter. That is why some of my portfolio committee members were now saying, what about the community health care service doctors now? Because we think we are now over the the issue of the intents and therefore, but if there are still challenges with that, let us all collectively work towards that and uh, engage the department continuously because you are right, Dr. Mzuka, it's still, it's still part of the training of the doctors for them to get uh, that working on the patients under supervision is still part of their training. They can't exit and go independent until they've been done that process.
0: Maybe let me bring in Dr. Mzuka, because Dr. Mzuka, the chairperson of the, the Portfolio Committee on Health, uh, as you can hear, is saying according to him, there have been some placements, which is information uh, that he got from uh, the Acting Health Minister, uh, Mamulu Kokubai. Uh, 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 do you know of uh, these doctors that have been placed?
1: Yes, KG. We were informed that there are, pl- there are placements uh, for, for medical interns that have started. But our understanding now is that uh, some of, of these interns we have been getting reports that, uh, for example, in the Northern Cape, we have emails uh, of of, of who say we were placed we were called on the first of july that we're gonna be placed in that hospital mm. but later on somebody from the national department of health called and said actually you'll be placed in october so it it is this thing of intent being placed is just done as a, as a, as some form of um, uh, pulling the wool on on the eyes of the media mm. because on in reality it does not seem to be happening. Yeah, we have names of those uh, people. I'm glad that Dr. Lomo says I can give him all the names. Of, of, of this because I think he's is at a better position as the chairperson of the portfolio committee to assist in this regard
0: so so what you require is placement means uh we say uh for example dr Mzugwa you are coming and you get placed as as soon as we say you are coming as the department of Health you get placed immediately at the at let me say Helen Joseph hospital uh near me not in three months time because in three three months' time implies you are still not placed.
1: Yes, correct. You are correct, KG.
0: Okay. Uh, I want to pause, gentlemen. Uh, please both stay on the line for me. And if you also want to join the conversation, please call us on 011-714-2006 or uh, you can WhatsApp us on 61 I wish uh, if you're a doctor at home and you're not able to be placed, you can try and get through and put your side of the story so that we hear directly from you. Uh, you can WhatsApp us on 61 Zero seven, and uh, we'll you know we'll, we'll 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 call you back if if we have to do that so that we place your issue on the table. But I'm going to pause for a se- few seconds because it's uh, news headline time. Luyanda Mahome is standing by.
4: Hi KG, this is Agumate Bona. You know when you talk about doctors who are not working, while we have uh, doctors from Cuba who are working in South Africa, uh, getting more pay than the doctors that we have in our hospitals. It is so shocking, but what can we do? I think these matters must be escalated. We need to talk with our government. They must tell us how much are we owing to Cubans government so that we will pay that debt, so that we will employ our own doctors. Because our doctors are not working, but the Cuban doctors are here. Now I heard that the teachers from Cuba are here also while we're having unemployed teachers in South Africa. What must we do to please this government to look at us that we need this job also? This is Tabola, KG.
0: Okay, uh, maybe we take a caller as well so that uh, both my, well, uh, one is my guest and uh, uh, the other one is uh, the chairperson of the Portfolio Committee who called in. Uh, let me take a caller. Uh, Temba in Cape Town. Hi, Temba.
5: Hi, yes, uh, uh I would like to contribute and say that uh, due to due to to uh, actually uh, the doctors are claiming that they should be uh, appointed uh, as the doctors, but uh, unfortunately for me, I know that the doctors are actually getting a lot of money, and uh, and then we are going to set a precedent for other categories, and then. Uh, those intents, they will also claim tomorrow to be appointed forcefully you see the doctors they're getting a committee overtime uh the committee overtime which can cost one doctor 24000 except the salary so the money that government is going to pay in appointing those doctors it's a huge amount of money okay term so,
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, I think you've you've made your point. I want to I want to start with you, Dr. Lomo. It is a sore point uh, uh, for uh, you know doctors for uh, some South Africans, as you heard in the voice note, uh, that uh, Cuban doctors come into the country and Cuban doctors, uh, you know, seem to be getting opportunities that should naturally be given uh, to uh, doctors who studied in our own country. Does it bother the Portfolio Committee, uh, you know, that uh, it sounds? like like at least to us, that uh, preference has been given to these Cuban doctors.
3: Not at all. There are two categories of the of the Cuban doctors. In fact, I would like to say the Cuban there are two categories. One is those doctors who came into our country at the dawn of our democracy uh, in the arrangement between President Fidel Castro and President Nelson Mandela. When there were no doctors in the country who were available and ready to go and serve our people in the most rural areas, only the Cuban doctors who came in were few and far between. Mm. And those who were far and few between in the country were readily available to be in the cities. Mm. And when we asked the universities to increase their intakes so that you move from 100 per VEDS, Cape Town, UK, and to move to bigger numbers so that you can have a bigger pool. They were not. Re, re, they were not. Re, they were reluctant to do so. Mm. So Cuba became an alternative to a big problem that was beginning to happen in the country. But where the are America we now?
0: Where are we now with the, the same problem?
3: Yes. No. That, let me come to then. There's another group of Cubans who are here to support the issue of the pandemic. But besides that, then we started sending students to Cuba to do training. And there's over three thousand that have since come back countrywide to be placed here and there. And they are—they have a unique training of public health. But again, those are the ones whom you say because you come in from Toyando, when you complete, you shall go and work in a hospital around Toyando.
2: Mm-hmm. You
3: come from Libode, you shall go and work there. And therefore, their passers are forcing them to go there. Some of us who are refusing to do that. So, yes, there will be a toned down in terms of sending students to Cuba but until and unless somebody says the, the numbers that we are getting in our universities now since they've increased mm. and you are getting a reasonable good intake we are a good state of that because I'm not speaking on behalf of the Cuban trained South Africans I'm just speaking on behalf of all medical interns who are supposed to be placed of whether course. you trained in vets or you trained in Cuba it's immaterial this is part of your continued training okay. to complete after the 5 year or 6 year program to then continue with the medical internship training.
0: Are you happy, Dr. Mzuka, with that logic, that there was a time in South Africa when, you know, the pool wasn't big enough and the institutions were not training enough potential doctors? And uh, as a result, uh, former President Nelson Mandela got into uh, that arrangement with uh, then uh, 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 President of Cuba, Fidel Castro, as, of course, uh, 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 Dr. Loma is explaining it, and how we have ended up where we are now. Does that KG, does that make you rest a bit?
1: KG, you are, you are preaching to the converted. What Dr. Romo is telling us is not something new. We all know that history. We are now talking about unplaced interns, whether they're coming from Cuba or coming anywhere. We're not talking about why they went to Cuba. We're not questioning why they went to Cuba. We know. We are talking about them being placed in hospitals. Let us not uh, uh, become historians now. Let us address the problem. The problem is that interns are sitting at home and are not working. And they've been uh, outside the country. Some have been trained inside the country. That's not the issue. We're not talking about that issue. We're talking about... That's why why the question
0: was for Dr. uh, Mzugwa, Dr. Lomo. Uh, The question was for Dr. Mzugwa whether he's comfortable uh, with the response that you are giving.
5: Not,
3: yeah, no, not but Dr. Okay. is making a correction that uh, whether the students trained in vets or in Cuba, that is not actually what is a, an issue that we are debating now. The issue is those medical interns are not placed. Where they come from is immaterial for now. Okay. We want them all. We want them all placed. And I'm saying we're getting a bit of an information. From the minister, which maybe Tamsua um, has not received, okay. that um, they have been placed, some of them. That is why I'm requesting that I be furnished with other students. Who other medical interns who have since not been placed, so that we can continue engaging the department to place those students okay. and get them to be trained. So, yeah. so
0: what we're going to do, Dr. Lomo, is uh, we're going to make sure that uh, you've got uh, Dr. Mzukwa's uh, contact details and vice versa. But uh, there's a pending legal issue uh, that uh, you know has a deadline tomorrow that uh, the South African Medical Association uh, has engaged its legal team to pursue. So, Dr. Dr. um knowing what you just heard from doctor Lomo, what does tomorrow then mean?
1: No, you know, um KG, I, I think let me be honest with you. KG, um the information that we are talking about with Dr. Lomo, he is not hearing it for the first time. Mm. Him, myself and, and Dr. Lomo, we communicate personally. Oh, wow. He's, he's got my personal number. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. I have issued, we, we even write WhatsApps. I have WhatsApped him, the, 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 this problem. Mm.
2: You see? And mm. I
1: ask him, Dr. Lomo, please intervene before this thing gets out of hand. He knows that you know but that has not happened you know now tomorrow we can't stop the legal team because now uh, dr lomo came on uh, i appreciate that he is willing to help mm. but I mean, I can't stop the lawyers and say, but Dr. Lomo said unless he puts it on right in writing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and lastly, uh, I, you know, Dr. Lomo, it turns out uh, you and uh, Dr. Amzuka are on WhatsApp. Uh, so uh, you know, he says uh, you are aware of everything that he's placed on the record, and the legal team is not halting its process tomorrow. Uh, what do you take back to the minister, if at all?
3: No, I was just saying, uh, it's just unfortunate that uh, there is no live communication between SAMA as a a representative of all doctors in the country with the department. As to why it does not happen, I don't know. Because when I discuss with Ramzouga, I take it as a parallel process my own, because I have a a direct line to the acting minister. So as to when I get updated, I would have imagined that they too would be getting updates, but uh, uh i would i should have even given him these uh, whatsapp reports that this matter but i am actually getting almost every second day a report from deputy minister pasha dr pasha and the acting minister that this matter is getting the priority and is being attended to that's why i'm inviting him to say not saying maybe stop their processes to say if there are other uh, medical interns he's aware of who are because i also get calls from them they call not only totems well we also get calls as portfolio committee members we also are attending to them we get responses i've been placed i've been placed i have not been placed so we do also have this as a work in progress uh, program
0: okay uh, lastly before you go uh, there's bonnie in bumalanga who wants to comment bonnie hi good afternoon,
5: good afternoon. Um, i'm listening to this conversation but i'm actually worried whether the government does really look at the need and in in terms of numbers and con, con, considering uh, in 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 uh, whether people would be how many people would be we be losing in three years, five years, and so on, and do they are planning on that? Because if that was happening, we shouldn't be having so many doctors unemployed mm. in such a crisis. Or yeah. is it the question of not having facilities? And I must tell you, if I divert a little bit. The same problem is, 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 is also in education.
2: Mm. There
5: are uh, teachers that have been taken to to, to, to universities in South Africa mm. to, to train as teachers, and largely it's science teachers because there they was a need. Mm. Similarly, as they were saying, there was a need of doctors. Okay. Right now, you can go the whole of South Africa. There is a huge problem that keeps on rising of teachers for languages, which have not been trained anywhere. Yet teachers come in, as they come in to work, who have been paid for by their parents or whoever or other is and start working they are not a, a, a permanently employed particularly in Bumaland. Mm. and as these ones that come from the the, the who are puzzle who holders of uh funza lushaka and them come in they are immediately taken as permanent and those that whose parents have paid in other and and, and, and uh, are, are being removed they mm. can't get permanent contracts what is our administration
0: actually constructing. Okay, Bonnie. Uh, you've made your point. We've got two voice notes and then uh, we round off our discussion. Let's hear what they had to say.
5: Hi. There's no tenderpreneurship to be had from placing South African doctors in intern posts. It's shocking. It's absolutely shocking that uh, this has not happened in the past with uh, South Africans graduating in South African universities, let alone the overseas graduates. But of course, there's a lot of tenderpreneurship to be had. From placing Cuban doctors, Cuban teachers uh, in our system. One just looks at the figures, it is astounding how much Cuban doctors and teachers have been paid.
0: Hi, KG. This is KM from Fleneche. You know, this thing of employing teachers from Cuba, doctors from Cuba, engineers from Cuba, this is just a payment. They are owing. The ANC is owing the Cubans because they used to go there during apartheid. So, this is the time of paying back the money. And that money is not going to individual doctor, individual teacher. It's going straight to the government because they are still practicing communism. Thank you very much. Um, I think, uh, you, we can round off now, uh, with your final thoughts. Uh, maybe we start with you, Dr. Lomo, and then Dr. Mzuka. you can round off because, uh, this discussion was really centered around the issue you placed on the table as the South African Medical Association. Uh, Dr. Lomo, um, uh, Dr. Lomo, by the way, joined the conversation. He's the National Assembly Chair of the Portfolio Committee on Health. Uh, Dr. Lomo, I'm sure you heard the comments, uh, from our listeners.
3: Yeah, so maybe without merely going to the listeners, I would like to say look, we, I got into the discussion because I was listening on air, and uh, I'm not really doing it to to stop the program of Dr. Zuga and Sama. I was just adding our contribution that we continue to do so because our main interest is to see doctors being placed. Mm. And in any event, we do need them because. Right now, we get a report from the Department of Health that they are going to be taking some uh, students from the clinical years, the nurses who are doing their final year, to come and assist on this vaccination program. Now, why would you uh, prioritize that and not prioritize your own soldiers who are already lazily available to do so? Mm. So, it is in the light of that, in the light of COVID and the pandemic we face, we'll need all hands on deck, including those doctors who remain unemployed, to get them on. So we will actually be pushing this matter also ourselves and I I, I invite Dr. Mzukwa, he in the case we are on WhatsApp with him, to send me those outstanding doctors who remain unplaced. We'll work collectively to that.
0: Thank you very much for joining the conversation, Doctor Lomo. Let's round off with you then, Doctor Mzukwa.
1: Yes, thank you so much, KG. Um I think um I accept um what Doctor Lomo is saying. I will Uh, do so before the end of today, I will send the list of interns uh, to Dr. Lomo so that uh, uh, by tomorrow at least uh, I get a response of what is happening uh, with those interns.
0: Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll keep talking because uh, of course uh, you're going to call tomorrow. But thank you very much uh, Dr. Mfuyis Simzukwa, who is the Vice Chair of the South African Medical Association and uh, we thank you also uh, for your participation. We're going to